Hey guys, this is Shelby from Girls Interrupting. If you love the podcast and want to show your love on some merchandise, head on over to notlg.com slash store where you can find our logo on mugs, shirts, sweatshirts, and other cool swag. Night of the Living Geek. Welcome to the sixth episode of Girls Interrupting. That's right, we're celebrating a full half year of podcasting. And they said we wouldn't stick. Today we are talking about Wonder Woman, both old stories and new. But first, my co-hosts. Her misandry can turn a man to stone. It's B. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Patron goddess of warrior women everywhere, Monica. I'll take it. And slayer of both man and beast, Jackie. (laughs) I got some misandry that'll turn some men to stone as well. Just want to <laughs> throw that out here. I mean, start, I'm, I'm gonna start unleashing that on my misandry now. Misandry tomorrow. Misandry forever. forever. <laughs> <laughs> and me, I'm Shelby, and I spend my nights cleaning blood off my great axe. Nice. Before we jump into our main topic, let's hear what's new from the bullpen. Well, we just we just lost Agent Carter. We did, and we got uh-huh. Agents of Shield back, which I'm gonna tell you right now, not really that excited about because Trip. Um, I'm still mad. I'm heartbroken, and I just don't. I don't want to. Also, Peggy Carter is the queen of my heart, basically mm-hmm. now and forever. Now She's and forever. The oh you my love god, her so much. I'm. I'm gonna really miss seeing her uh, hit dudes in the face with heavy things every just week. Just whatever's around her, whatever she can get, get her staplers, staplers, yeah, staplers. Whatever she can get her hands on, just hitting a dude in the face with it. Oh my god, it's so good. And the definitive last scene of her <laughs> saying. Maybe not the last scene of the episode, but when she, you know, doesn't get the credit she deserves, and he's oh like, my God. "Oh, I'm so sorry," and she's like, "And I know what I did," and I'm like, hey. <laughs> "I like, yeah. I need that on a poster. I just need a poster of like her in the red, white, and blue outfit saying, I know my value. It doesn't yeah. matter if other people don't or something.' Yeah. Like, fuck Chad Michael Murray and fuck the president. Oh my too. God, dude, we have to talk later about your coworker friend who loves Thompson and like what her feelings are about that. No, I actually had someone that was like, "Oh, after you watch that episode, with Chad Michael, the one Murray, in Russia, yeah, fuck she's that. like, oh." You're gonna understand him better. No, then like, he's um, a coward. It turns out he's worse than we he's thought. He's worse than we thought. <laughs> he's still biggest douche in the universe. Well, here's okay? the deal. I mean, I don't blame anyone for in a war zone making mistakes. Right? Sure, sure. I don't. But it's what you do after that yep. matters. And since he can't even, um, like, I love that he straight up heard you get a promotion if you take this. He turned and looked at them and turned back and went, "Yeah, it was me. It was definitely all me. I'd like that promotion now. Thanks." <laughs> well, God. there was there was a great quote from one of the producers who said that he really did have an arc regarding Peggy and he came to see her value over the season, but he doesn't decide to let that change him and grow him as a person. Right. He goes, oh, she's not an invaluable waste of space as a woman. She actually has value and I can use that to my advantage. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. That's him. I think if you're the producer of that show and you hire Chad Michael Murray, <laughs> you know exactly what you're getting. Because yeah. I don't know what it is. I've never seen him in anything else. But God, I just... I no, he like has to... one of the most punchable faces yeah. in human history. I've oh, yeah. seen him in other things and I've always wanted to punch him. Oh, yeah. no. It's a constant thing. Uh, <laughs> um, I saw him first in Gilmore Girls and his entire all you want to do is punch him in the face. So uh, good on him duh. for working yeah. what God Tristan. gave him. Oh, yeah. Work in the niche of biggest douche in the universe. <laughs> He might be lovely in person. We I'm don't sure know. Oh. I don't know, man. <laughs> Let's not talk about Let's, his personal yeah. life. Like, Let's we know not. him, but Let's I not. would assume no. 
<laughs> I'm going to give him the bit of a doubt. Positive yeah. intent right here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we miss you, Peggy. Please we're come hoping, back to us. Fingers crossed for a second season. Oh, my God. All my extremities are crossed, basically. All of them. I love, um, I love Haley Atwell's commitment to oh the world, too, and how, and how committed she is to promoting it. Well, and and it feels like everybody on that show is mm-hmm. pretty committed both to the roles and promoting it and mm-hmm. having fun together. That was mm-hmm. my favorite part. All her, like, on-set photos on Twitter. Like She's such a delight on Twitter. She's Absolutely. the best thing that's ever happened to Twitter. <laughs> um, please make more. Yes. yes please. Um, so Ginger Hazing was announced. She's the lovely Noel Stevenson. Stevenson. She has a real name, Jackie. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Just follow on Twitter, okay? God. Um, she's actually going to be doing a Runaways, which was totally exciting. Big oh my podcast God. Yeah. favorite, Runaways. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be a diff- quarter podcast favorite, Runaways. Yeah, wow. but not me. Not me. You liked it at first. Eh, I did, and then it was stupid, and I'm mad, and I never went back. I miss I miss the Velociraptor buddy though. I mean, clearly, who doesn't want a Velociraptor? If I could be anyone, I would be Gertrude. I mean, right, Gert's awesome. Who wouldn't want to? Um, so we don't we don't know exactly who all is going to be back for uh, for Noel's run, but on the cover, um, you can definitely see that um, Molly Hayes. I do also like Molly. Molly's great. Um, and then I saw some cover some some like a uh, costume design. So we're gonna have a version of Cloak and Dagger. Some version of Bucky Barnes, um, though I'm super weirded out because his prosthetic arm is on the wrong side. <laughs> I think that might be art problem. <laughs> well, no, in the in the design, so he's he's an alternate universe Bucky Barnes. He's not from the six one six. He's a somebody else. Universe. Does he have a goatee? <gasps> no. is he evil Bucky Barnes. But yeah, but his this it, is the darkest timeline. The the robot arm is on the right side instead of the left side, and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but wouldn't that make sense if he was from a parallel universe? I mean, that's true. Um, what else is going on? Um, the new Spider Woman coming out tomorrow, I think. Spider Woman number five. New costume. New costume. Oh my god, I love the new costume. It's so great. And a new artist. Yeah. Thank God. Fuck you, Greg Land. And you can start fresh from this one. Yeah. Yes. So um, a little bit. I read. I read last month's uh, Spider Woman number four, and we have this great scene of uh, Jessica talking with Carol about what she's going to do next and how she really wants to scale her life back and go from like big global catastrophes like she was doing in Spider-Verse and go more street level and go back to like actually helping people. And so she's talking about starting up a, a PI firm. Which is a great throwback to her character from way back in mm-hmm. the 80s where mm-hmm. she ran a PI firm. <laughs> so she's going back Yay. to her roots. Hello, and no more, get, Greg Land. No, more no more Greg Land. No more Greg Land. No more Greg Land. Great new outfit. Mm-hmm. You know, I on the street helping people. I'm stoked because I I'm love excited. Jessica Drew and I haven't read it this one because I just cannot support yeah. Greg Land. No, he's I just my, can't no, do I read, it. I read the first one for the the bite size episode mm-hmm. that we did, and while I loved her and I loved the people that she was with in it, looking at that art made me want to scrub my eyeballs. Yeah. So oh. I'm pretty excited. Greg Land podcast nemesis. Nemesis. Dude's <laughs> a copycat for realsies. Look it up. There's a whole Tumblr actually dedicated to him <laughs> and how terrible he is. It's great. So last but not least, uh, we've come to the end of an era uh, regarding Hawkeye. No. No more Hawkeye. Unfortunately, Mm. Matt Fraction and uh, David Aya uh, are leaving the comic. Uh, Mm. You know, after a long run. And, you know, I'd love to see them work together again. Yeah, absolutely. Do something else together, please. Yeah, because they did did their... uh, uh, run on Iron Fist. That was really great. Mm -hmm. It's going to be weird, I think, for me, just like seeing... It written and drawn differently. I don't know. Nineteen twenty-one books taking in it a over. Row is Did we, like it Jeff, was Jeff Lemire. So that's a good. I mean, 
yeah, you know, you hand off the reins to someone like that who's going to, I think, bring something different to the table. And Way I think different. anything, you're following this run, which is probably the most iconic of Hawkeye's ever. ever. Well, I, I really feel like it, it brought a new and fresh idea of what comics could do because mm-hmm. I feel like in the... In the last, you know, five or ten years before that 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 run started, there had been a lot of very vibrant, very big color color scheme, mm-hmm. like uh, art wise, lots of giant splash pages, lots of really vibrant, saturated colors. And so, and what they did with this run was really drawing it back and making it very simple, uh-huh. very approachable. God, that, I like the theme, the clean, clean look. and the theme. Everything's the just a, shades of purple, and I mm-hmm. just really like, great. It was just gorgeous. Well, and also I think too, just writing wise as well, the idea that you know superheroes are super, but also they have this other side where like their lives might not be together. Like, like yeah, you just like run around drinking out of pots instead of cups because you're an Aww, idiot. Because coffee. coffee. No. coffee no. <laughs> no. I really like that it brings the indie style innovation. Mm-hmm. to a mainstream comic to say yeah. you know what you don't have to you you don't have to go to one of the smaller independent p- publishers to do this sort of work you can you bring can it do, here to you can show that with characters that already exist and bring mm-hmm. them a whole new dimension and reinvent them yeah at their best well and you know this is probably the most popular clint barton's ever been yeah and it's yeah. because of these two people and like this different way of looking at a guy who's already delightful but this is the other side of like why he's great and what drives him and it was awesome absolutely oh, Best of luck to Jeff Lemire. Looking forward yes. to it. For the all-new Hawkeye. That's right. Yes. New name and everything. It's weird. So this month, we decided to dive into two different runs of Wonder Woman. All of us have read and loved the more recent Gail Simone and Greg Rekka runs, so we decided to go a little bit outside our comfort zone, and uh, we picked out two short Phil Jimenez runs from early, the early 2000s, uh, specifically volume 2, number 164 to 169, as well as the first six issues of the new 52, which would be the volume 3 of Wonder Woman, and that's from Brian Azzarello and Cliff Chang. In the, Jim, the Jimenez run, we see Diana deal with both upstart gods and Thymuscarian Pollock. Wow. Wow. Mascara in politics. Well, in the Azarello run, we see a whole new origin for our favorite Amazons. So let's start with the earlier arc. I, uh, <laughs> this actually uh, makes a lot more sense to me. I only read 168, 169. Monica, sometimes I feel like you don't read my emails. Because <laughs> <laughs> it maybe said in the email what numbers we were I reading. Looked, I looked in the email. I don't think you did. Look, buddy. All right. So here's the proof that you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, you guys talk about 164 through 168. I'm going to look at the, the, the damn email. Uh, well i mean honestly i think the more i don't want to say important of the of the run but definitely i think the the two issues that define the the run more than anything were those last two issues yeah, yeah. Agreed. all right well that's good i was just confused it felt it felt like i walked in in the middle of something which makes a lot more sense now i just assumed it's because we didn't read the one before this two-parter so I'll tell you, i guess it wasn't like, a two-parter i mean i read the the gods of gotham and then that that two that two-parter at the end and i still was lost because i didn't know who mostly people were mm-hmm. i didn't understand how they related to each other mm-hmm. there were a lot of really weird long names and a lot of references to things that i didn't know and so i felt really lost all the time yeah. i thought it was interesting because i felt the same uh, for most of it i think that it um the style of storytelling was very different than mm-hmm. what we're used to. I think, very, yeah. very mm-hmm. melodramatic. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Very, very like epic and all well, caps. It definitely, it definitely reminded me why I stopped reading comics from that time, or why I've never ever wanted to go back and read something from. Like it's so annoying. Like everything is like bolded and italicized, and it's weird words. Everything like, was just remembering so... in really, bold. Like why? I'm really glad we don't do thought bubbles anymore. Oh my god. 
Yeah. Or at least not unless they're well, appropriate. And the, and the, and the storyline, even the one that you didn't read, The Gods of Gotham, mm-hmm. which was like right before, it felt like it did not need to be four issues long. <laughs> yeah. Like I couldn't figure out why we were, because it was just all in that church. And I, I'm like, why I think why it was also going? a product of the time is that's what's expected from comics yeah. back then. Back then, 15 years ago. <laughs> I did really appreciate all the cameos. I won't lie to you. Like, I mean, I loved seeing Oracle. Oracle. Mm-hmm. And Nightwing. And Huntress. Huntress. I actually, um, I really liked uh, the Artemis and Huntress discussion. Yeah. Through, I think it was t- through one or two thorough lines through the issues. But I yeah. really liked what that, what that was. And I think that could have... That was enough for me in terms of I, I got what I wanted out of the storyline just mm-hmm. from those two, which I thought were was very interesting. Discussions of, of faith and what it means to have a god and mm-hmm. what that what that does to you and what that does to, you know, your your society and your culture. Where they were very adversarial about it, but they mm-hmm. were also having a very reasonable discussion in the middle of a fight. <laughs> which I always like. I always like sort of I enjoyed that ridiculousness that you can have a really intense philosophical de- debate while punching dudes in the face. Well, they were also like locked outside of the cathedral thing and Everyone else was dying and I don't know. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm with you on it didn't need to be four issues long mm-hmm. because it felt like the first three pages of each issue was a retread of the last one. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, this is what we've been doing and what oh, yeah. we've been talking about. Yeah, and another like, thing I don't miss from I'm, comics I'm, from back I was then. there. I was there. I like the little, the one page we get now in the front with like a paragraph. This is what's happened. I, mean, I love, you dive in. I'm a huge fan of the Marvel recap page. Like, DC doesn't do it, but Marvel does it, and I love it. Every, in every comic, I love the Marvel recap page. It's great. Um, I liked Diana and, like, her relationship with Batman in this one, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I did really kind of enjoy that whole, like, he is someone who doesn't believe in a dream, right? And she is. But he believes in her. Yeah, and I love yeah. that, though. Like, yeah. I know that was super cheesy, but I thought that was actually kind of really cool. No, that, that big double splash page where it's basically her going, I believe in a better world, and I'm going to drag you with me to that better world, and him being like, well, okay. Was I mean, it was very over-the-top melodramatic, but I really liked it anyway. I liked it anyway. Like, I liked that moment, you know, they defeat things through friendship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yay. It was so cheeseball, though, with the two of them, like, standing back-to-back <laughs> of the splash page like in the whatever the whole thing <laughs> so cute yeah i, I, did, I, did, I no sorry no i did like that they, they brought in like first it was batman and wonder woman and they're like all right and then donna troy and nightwing and they're like oh yeah let's bring in uh, robin and cassie as well sure, like, why not it was just gener- like ridiculous because yeah. all of a sudden just everyone shows up and i'm like all right cool i'm down with it yeah i think it i think um it is a, a period of a, a product of a different era than what we're used to mm-hmm. um because i mean I, for for me, I grew up reading the really cheesy X Men from like the seventies, eighties, and nineties. So like, this is my jam. Like, I just, <laughs> or at least I'm speaking I'm speaking that language. And I think <laughs> I, I and I definitely think we kind of dropped ourselves into it. And I, that's not the fault of the comic that we didn't right. understand. No, 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 no. Right? Yeah. Um. But I'd read a little bit of before about the the separate Amazon tries, and I find it really fascinating. Um, I actually didn't know about the second Amazon me either. Tribe. That I was that was that was cool. Yeah, and like the idea of I think. Reading this one actually helped me understand the second arc a little bit better because I had kind of pictured um, Paradise Island as more of like this like perfect commune of like women working together to be warriors, but it's not. Like there's a lot of strife and there's a lot of uh, politics going on all the time there, and these are rougher, uh, more aggressive, more uh, underhanded women that I think we would think I, would live there. That, that, that I appreciate thought. because yes. the thing is about 
Wonder Woman is she does have this kind of like shiny golden worldview, mm-hmm. you know, like a little rose glasses, mm-hmm. you know, in the sense that she thinks the world, you know, can, you know, and, and I love that about her, but she believes in peace, mm-hmm. you know, above all things and that this can happen and we can fix this and we can do this. Right. And so I always kind of assume Paradise Island mm-hmm. was, you know, Star Trek, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where we figured everyone figured their shit out mm-hmm. and there was no more strife and oh, yeah. whatever. So it's sort of her coming over to the rest of the world and being like, well, I've seen what we can do. Oh, so we can do can this. That's fine. We, can, yeah. we got this. You know, but it turns out that even at home, it's not quite as perfect as I had kind of assumed, mm-hmm. which I, I really did appreciate it. It kind of makes you think in some ways it makes her more unique in that way. She is honestly the best of them. Yeah. Not just the best fighter, but she's honestly the most optimistic, the most faith having person there mm-hmm. in a way that like it's not yeah, it's not everyone. It's it's just her. Yeah. <laughs> and that she could grow up to be that way on an island of people that aren't necessarily overflowing with you know, with, with that optimism. kind of yeah, uh, yeah well, feeling. And I, I found myself wanting to know more about about Hippolyta and where she was coming from mm-hmm. because I was having a hard time not being angry at her mm-hmm. because yes. I, I'm like shouldn't you be at home leading your people like mm-hmm. I get that maybe you want to do other stuff but aren't you the well, ruling that, queen isn't actually? that why like she sent Wonder Woman out or Diana out in mm-hmm. the first place is that she has to stay home and like be a queen I yeah. mean she's well, she's well, a little what jealous happened, well what happened was is Diana died for a little while mm-hmm. and so Hippolyta took over Hippolyta I don't know <laughs> you forgot the why I do what I want <laughs> I've heard it both ways except that it said that <laughs> Hippolyta was in World War Two. So well, it's not re- because Diana died. Well, they retconned it. I think yeah. is that the early Wonder Woman adventures uh, just weren't like Diana anymore, just like Black was, Canary. Okay. Yeah, um, okay. That it was her mother, and so it's like I think an infinite crisis. Yeah, yeah. of where you want to. So she kind of got like back into crisis it after infinite. having, you know what I mean, and remembered how much she liked it from before. Sure. I mean, you can really enjoy something, but you have to. I don't know. You have responsibility. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, be a queen. Don't. Well, here's it. Diana's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, you're kind of being selfish right now, Mama Bear. Yeah. So like the end of it when she's like, you two are in charge here. I'm going to go be in the Justice League. I was like, I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. One Um, minute. Though I do like before she left, they were like, okay, maybe we should just have a government. And it wasn't like she just wanted to hand off the crown to some schmuck so she could get out of there. That they were like, actually, maybe it's a better idea for us to have some sort of elected Congress or something. Well, at least that makes it easy easier for Donna and Diana to get out of there and go back to patriarchs yeah. land which is apparently <laughs> what they the call it out patriarch. here i mean they're not they're wrong. not wrong <laughs> <laughs> patriarchy. but i also love that you know it also showed that her flaws diana's flaws as well it's like she's not this perfect person mm-hmm. either is like when she comes back and she's like well this is the way it's supposed to be mm-hmm. and she just expects everyone to go along with to it to drop everything mm-hmm. and just do yeah, what like she wants them she to. almost doesn't understand that people have other opinions than her that yeah well, right. who was it? it? Was it was the Fury girl who was like, you can't just come here, make a proclamation, turn around and leave, and mm-hmm. expect us all to do it. Mm-hmm. Like you have to follow through, and you have to mm-hmm. be present, or we're gonna do what we want. Exactly. Like, how do you expect the people to be taken care of if no, if you're if you're abdicating your responsibility to your people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody has to stay here and mind the fort. You know, exactly. If it's not gonna be your mom, and it's not gonna be you. Well, it has to be somebody. I think it should be Artemis. Obviously, yes, clearly. I mean, if anyone should run a woman's only island, it should probably be Artemis. <laughs> she a little angry, um, though. I loved, <laughs> I loved Hippolyta's uh, Wonder Woman outfit. It was uh, straight up better 
than Diana. The little skirt. The so little cute. skirt. That is what Wonder Woman should look like. She comes from that, you know, fashion sense. It doesn't make any sense that she runs around in underwear. Well, okay. warm out. I appreciate the like early 2000s, like super high thigh. Like, oh my <laughs> God. It's like bikini cut. Like up over. Like up over. Like, like to like, her freaking. I, I was really appreciating the hair. The like her hair very, was the ridiculous. Perm, the perm hair. Well, yeah. I feel like that's the only way we could have told the difference between her and Di- and Donna. Is that Diana's hair was curly and Donna's hair was straight? Well, I always assumed that Donna was supposed to be younger. Like I thought she was skewing more toward like early twenties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's supposed that, to be. But then they in did that, not draw her that way. In the scene where they're unconscious after they're out of the baths, they were identical. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why her hair was so very permed because they're basically. The same. Also, I've been in some hot tubs. My breasts, which are about the size <laughs> of Wonder Woman's, do not do that. Okay, what? they don't just I'm float sorry, you right at the top of the water line interesting like i've even done the thing where you like put your arms out they don't do that breasts don't work that way (laughs) come on guys hashtag boobs don't do that i i don't know what you're talking about right now (laughs) paradise island gravity okay okay (laughs) it only affects the breast also (laughs) her hair just like miraculously got longer so that it could cover the nipple area yeah that was also interesting paradise island (laughs) (laughs) how many times does she have to say it things are just different there okay um, I did not enjoy, and this is because I jumped in the middle, so who knows what was happening before, but the opening of 168 is like two pages of talking about boys. And like, um, I think I have a crush on this guy. And you well, used to date well, this guy. Well, it was kind of like her. Was that connected? Because it felt no. very like, God damn it. Not really. It was a little lame, but then in some ways, it's kind of like her and Donna. They're, they, they're sisters. They're sisters, and that's what sisters. And they haven't seen each other in a little while. Yeah. All right, I guess like checking in wise. But as like, as thinking this is the start of a brand new story, it was not the best way for me to enter well, it was, the it was, comic. It was a little tough because I didn't know who was talking to who. Yeah, uh, think, that was confusing. I think it also is a, a little bit rooted in, especially Donna's story, and I think Titans or Young Avengers or something, or Young <laughs> one Justice, of one of those things uh, is is. But she's all the characters she's talking about are, are in, in there. Is in her okay. book, so she's just probably bringing in, bringing that in. stuff. Yeah, so that's it was what, weird. Whatever, Nightwing lives Oracle. Okay. <laughs> Actually, end of I, time. T- take a breath. <laughs> I completely take Nightwing and Donna's relationship as friendship. Like, I don't think there's anything romantic there. Good. I'm happy about it. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> Stop Friggin blowing holes in Jackie's shoes. Nightwing, <laughs> Nightwing police over here. Damn, son. He can date other people. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you're wrong. Um, if, if we want to go back a little bit, I do like um, the whole like Batman only believes in himself thing. I mean, like um, from the like, you know, when they because he won't believe in the gods. No, he just will not. He's yeah. like, I, there's no room in Batman's worldview for anything godlike. Which no. I find to be a little hilarious because like he hangs out with 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 gods and with like aliens and robots and all kinds of other weird stuff. But no, it's got to be science yep. or Batman's just out. He's out. <laughs> He's gone. That's why I love the way he's contrasted with Huntress as well, because mm-hmm. you have someone that's basically the same backstory. Yeah. Except she chooses to maybe over rely on her faith in this point in her career, I think, as part of her healing process or her revenge yeah. healing, whatever, however they define it yeah. uh, in a way that Batman can't. Yeah. I don't know if it's if it's an arc 
choice or if it's like different writers but i feel like later on in her in her her time in the comics she does she she irons that out a little bit like she goes back from she sort of swings from relying really heavily on Mm -hmm. her faith to abandoning her faith completely to Mm -hmm. coming back to it in a more healthy way i believe there was a notation in this one that says it took place before a huntress cry for blood blood, yeah uh, which is i think when she started to let go of religion a little bit more after that yeah it was interesting uh I really liked in in Gods of Gotham where where Batman joins with Phobos or whatever it is and turns into that weird giant bat creature. <laughs> and he's wearing like 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 the Batman like kilt thing. And he's got these giant thigh muscles just coming out of nowhere. But the like shirt is like ripped like artfully in like the weird like apron. So ridiculous. <laughs> That is Gotham City gravity. <laughs> and the weird bat ears. I mean, we wouldn't I, have known. We wouldn't have known it was Batman no. still if he didn't have bat ears. <laughs> but it did actually, it made a lot of sense to me that that the god of fear would, would mm-hmm. want to vibe with Batman because yeah. Batman is all about fear. Yeah. Striking fear into the hearts of criminals, but also being at the core of him, a, a frightened little boy. Well, mm-hmm. and I like, I actually really liked that too, and how Diana was kind of having to talk him off the ledge of like actually wanting to be one with this fear god. Mm-hmm. And maybe she, cool. maybe she's one of the only people that could actually have done that. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, li- I like them as bros. Mm-hmm. I actually, I, I also really liked that um, whoever it was that was possessing the joker just like could not contain yeah. the joker's crazy <laughs> that was my favorite like like you just can't hold on to that lunatic no no long. he's too he's too crazy even a god can't stand up yeah. to that <laughs> even a god's like nope too much <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. so okay. it was it was ridiculous um it was it was very cheese ball it was very um over and over repetitiveness mm-hmm. i mean but i feel like like you said it's the product of the time so, I mean, it was it was definitely an interesting read. And kind of like what you said, Shelby, I do kind of appreciate the New 52 version of Paradise Island mm-hmm. now that I know, like, a little bit more history. Yeah. And so speaking of which. Nice uh, segue. Wanna... I read all of these. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, Brian Azzarello and Cliff Chang. Uh, Brian Azzarello is famous for writing 100 Bullets, which was like this crime uh, this crime no- uh, crime series uh, that I read a little bit of and liked. And Cliff Chang is like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite artists. So, so I was good. really excited uh, when this was first announced. But what did you guys think of uh, these first six issues? When it was first announced or doing a reread or both? I approached it differently because I've, I've actually yeah. kept up with this series all the way through the end of Azarella's run. And actually going back and reading these first six after reading the whole run, um, I, I could appreciate it a little bit more, mm-hmm. I think in a way that I have to kind of separate, I try to separate the story that he's telling in these, in this, I think it ends up being like 30 something issues versus my understanding of Wonder Woman. Mm Because if you take them separately, I think the story that he's telling is incredible and it's really, really well done. But I also have a little bit of a problem with that it's a Wonder Woman story. And it's hard for me to reconcile that. Yeah, it it almost works better for me if if I almost do like, an alternate universe like mm-hmm. like this is this is a nice wonder woman story but it's not the wonder woman of my universe like mm-hmm. this is this is an ultimates wonder woman mm-hmm. story i actually really um because i read these when they first came out because mm-hmm. i was very actually very into new 52 when it first came out i read so many of the titles um same. I, I, dro- I dropped them all pretty quickly um <laughs> same and this is one of the ones that i dropped DC. yeah <laughs> 
And I actually really did appreciate it a lot more the second time through. I think um, coming at it, like you said, from a different lens. Because, of course, when I first first reading it, these were the first Wonder Woman comics I had ever read. Mm, I had actually never Mm -hmm. read any um, Wonder Woman before. You know, I'd vaguely interested in her, but really didn't know where to read it and what to do. and Where um, to start. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so... The perpetual comic book problem. Yeah, exactly. The problem. Well, I want to um, read this this comic that's been running for 70 years. Where do I jump in? Who knows? Basically. So then I was like, yeah, New 52. And so I think that th- my level of disappointment is proportionate to the fact that she's not that Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is basically what we're talking about now. So being able to reread it with the new lens kind of makes me want to finish the run. Mm-hmm. Perfectly Actually, honest. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I agree. I, I re- The one thing I really liked about it was the amount of Greek mythology that mm-hmm, we get mm-hmm. because straight up I love that stuff since I was a tiny person. And so I like all the gods and the background and the interactions and, you know, he's very good at telling kind of the grittier side mm-hmm. of mythology. And I liked that. I have a huge problem with changing her origin story, mm-hmm. but I think this way, th- this time through, I just kind of, I think I mind wiped it or I'm pretty sure I've assumed that it's strife telling a lie and it's not real. And, <laughs> and in however many issues in the future, they'll come out and go, oh, just kidding. We were just fucking with Diana. She's not that. And it'll all be back to the way it was before. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Cause there's something that I get mad about is they would never fundamentally change Superman or Batman's no. story in this way. And the fact that they do that for Wonder Woman, I go like, well, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember them talking when they, when they first were releasing these about how they wanted to make Wonder Woman more approachable or they want to make her more saleable to the mass market or they want to so make she her. She must have come from a man. Like, yeah, or it's, off. or it's like they would never make Superman not an alien. Mm-hmm. You know, they would that they would never that they would never born of human woman. Yeah, so bleh. Yeah, so I mean, I think that all of the rage I had surrounding a lot of those decisions, I was able to let go of rereading it. You know, yeah. and so I could appreciate the story because from- it wasn't a surprise this time. Exactly, yeah. because when you're first reading it, I'm going, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I was literally. I think I the first time through, I had to put it down. I was so angry. I was like, "Oh, good. I've got she's the bastard child of Zeus. Cool." That's awesome. You know, <laughs> like it was- well, and what I found was super frustrating is like a couple, maybe an issue or two before we find out this bullshit strife origin story. Um, Hermes literally says that she's the most perfect Amazon because she is made of no man whatsoever. Like, he uses male seed, which is uncomfortable and icky. But, like, the idea rests that Diana is, as we found out in the older version, she is the most perfect Amazon. And they freaking destroyed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we talk? I mean, the art, uh, the character design is fucking perfect. Oh, it's so and, great. Like, um, they did real research into each god's powers. Mm-hmm. I which love. I, I just, like, I. I love, love the peacock. The dress, um, the peacock outfit. And yes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And like how that, you know, that's always been her. Well, and like here, here is a very complicated God in that she's supposed to be like the mother God, but she's also a woman and she's also, you know, a sexual being because she has sex and gives birth and da, da, da. And so it was interesting to see her kind of like flitting on both sides of that. And I think they did that really well in that she was attempting to be motherly, but she was also a sexy woman and she wandered around naked under that. Um, peacock outfit. I will say that Hera only gets better as a character and uh, as the series goes on. Uh, and she she becomes more uh, on Team Wonder Woman eventually. Oh, and, nice. cool. Yeah, and oh, that's uh, cool. her relationship with Zola actually changes a lot. And by the way, I love Zola. Zola the Thunder, she's so great. great. Also, I, she's like real quick. Like yeah, she figured I, out the key, the key travel thing. Mm-hmm. I noticed a lot more 
better a lot more stuff this time i through. had a lot less rage so it was a lot, a lot yeah. easier to appreciate actually, the story yeah and I, I read it from a much a better feminist standpoint just because i'm more educated yeah. on that than when this started mm-hmm. and um at first i didn't really like zola but she's smart she's wicked smart she's very quick and she just rolls with stuff like mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff like that dude has claw feet like chicken feet dude and she just like went with it she's like yeah all right well, let's do this i, I, I like, love her like when she's sitting on the bed with wonder woman and she's like and wonder woman's like complaining about something and zola's like yeah well i'm never going home blah blah yeah. whatever and wonder woman's like and, and wonder woman said something and she's like no no no, i'm talking about me I was saying a thing. You remember how you kidnapped me and now my life slips it down? Can we talk about that for a second? Can we talk about something for a second? I really liked her her conversation where um uh, with with Hermes where he's asking her about how you know what did what did Zeus look like when he came to you? And yeah. Oh like, my god, I loved that. And moment. she's like, I like God, I like men. I mean, no, she just showed us he could run a trucker. Maybe he was in that band. I hope he, <laughs> he was in the band. That waiter. I, god, the I band. hope he was in that band. And he's like, so uh, that's interesting. I guess he didn't have to try very hard for you. And she was like, look, buddy, I like men, and I'm not going to apologize for that. And I went, but even Hermes, yeah, he was like, oh, you shouldn't. Yeah, no, I really liked it. He was fine. He didn't mean Mm -hmm. it that way. He was just saying like, oh, cool. Like he found one he didn't have to try very hard. (laughs) God, Zeus is the fucking worst. He's terrible. Yeah. Even completely in his absence. In his absence. Still horrible. I mean, I'm kind of excited that you say that Hera gets better as a character just because one of the more frustrating parts of Hera is that she's never really that mad at Zeus. Like she punishes him or whatever, but she always goes harder after the women when yeah. generally they're like milkmaids and barmaids <laughs> and like this poor Zola woman, she lives in the middle of nowhere and has nothing like having a goddess come after her because her husband tricked her. Like that's not fair at all. No, exactly. No. So, oh, and like, I'm interested in seeing, sorry, I'm interested in seeing like Hera's character development that way. I'll say like, yeah, you're you're right that she always goes after the women harder than she goes after Zeus. And in a lot of those patriarchal Greek bullshit. Yeah. And then a lot of those older myths. I mean, a lot of times the the girls don't even consent. No, Mm -hmm. he tricks them or Mm -hmm. rapes them Mm -hmm. or I don't even know. And it's still always their fault. Fucking some of them. They were knocked out like they weren't even there for it. I can't even. Zeus is the worst. Yeah. I love that Poseidon was a giant ugly fish. Hades <laughs> <laughs> is my favorite. He I love that. me the fuck out. That like he's like nine years old and he me... has no eyes. I love it so much. Like mm-hmm. I can't. I, I love it. No, I oh, I literally can't. And in a I it makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. But like that's the best. It's yeah. you're so weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I definitely I you know embrace the weirdness. You yeah. know. I just, I, I like... Well, it goes back to the awesome character design. Oh, really, yeah. really, like, they went in, they did the research, and they figured out what is the best way to portray exactly how mm-hmm. they would be. Because, seriously, if Poseidon's been living under the freaking sea for millennia, he's not going to look like a human anymore. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't necessarily want to. No. Yeah. And that's what I appreciate. And but- I like that all of his, sorry, all of his word bubbles were, like, three or four times bigger than <laughs> ever. Like, like, they're all having a conversation, and he's like, you <laughs> Like, that was great. Poseidon, inside voice. Inside voice. Buddy. He doesn't believe in that, okay? But I, I, from like the Greek pantheon, you always get this this idea of of humanoid or mm-hmm. like mortal creatures being less. So the idea that they would choose to look like them, you know, who, why would Never they do made that? Sense. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. That's why I find it interesting that War chooses to make himself look like a really old, really old, rickety, old, exhausted dude, always is, covered in blood. I think that was interesting too, just because in all the other forms that we, I've ever met War in the, my various Greek mythology books, and then um, I read the shit out of Percy Jackson, and he's shown up a little bit. He's always like vibrant and young and made of muscles, and like, and so it's interesting to see this version, which actually makes more sense. You know that he would kind of be old and wizened and exhausted, but still like in it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. 
And Strife, who the first time I read Strife was like, Jackie? <laughs> Wait, is Jackie in a comic? How did Jackie do this? Who did she bribe? Jackie. So I love her. <laughs> She's Obviously. a fucking troublemaker. Surprising. Oh my God. Why does exactly anyone no. like listen to her though? The second she starts talking, like duct tape. Ferrelsies. She's in trouble. I like though when she was on Themyscira and she was like giant. <laughs> and like Diana is leaning on that thing and she's just leaning against the wall next to her as a giant like mm. chit chatting. I thought that was cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like her a lot. I mean, even <laughs> even when you know you shouldn't be listening, like when they're at the yeah. club and she's just like, yeah, we're having a drink. Yeah, we're doing this too. <laughs> like, what? She's your sister, Diana. Just be nice to her. Just no, no, be, don't. No, wait, don't, don't, don't be don't nice to her. her. Oh my God. I need a minute. <laughs> no, it's, it's like you're out of the club with Loki, you know? He's yeah. just exactly. like, you should know better <laughs> than to listen to this person. You can't help yourself. I did, I did though, like that that very human moment with Diana is like her world's been turned upside down and she just needs to kind of be inside herself and feel things. And so I like this idea that, you know, Strife said something about celebrating and Hermes was like, no, that's not what's happening. No, it was Zola. No, it was Zola. Zola was like, that's not what's happening. She's here for community. Mm-hmm. She's here to experience a I band she likes with people that also like that band. And that speaks to Zola's character yeah. a lot as well. Yeah. And I thought we also saw a different side of Diana than we're used to. Mm-hmm. I think she was darker and angrier and yeah. a little more violent yeah. which i'm super down because for. i mean it's good it's great i mean the little like rose colored glasses mm-hmm, everything shiny they, shift, they shifted a little well, yeah, exactly her. and i think that's good yeah yeah because well, like, she's in a place where her whole worldview worldview has been shifted like yeah. not even sh- shattered and then people yeah. have trampled upon it it's not even like finding out what you thought you knew was was wrong but finding out that what you knew was a lie oh, straight mm-hmm. up lie and mm-hmm. you've been you've been using it to power yourself and to power your deeds and to keep you going and like what do you do now and i think it very much speaks to the culture of the amazons that uh, we spoke about a little bit earlier what i was surprised the first time i read this I was like oh they're darker they're meaner they're tougher than they should be but then reading the old one i'm like oh they were oh, never what, no, the, no. what i thought yeah they exactly are. and i think i still am not okay with I, you know, a few issues later how they that horrible no, thing can't, happens can't handle it. again one of those things that i'm just like head cannoning out yeah I, you know I, what we're talking about is they eventually it's revealed that uh the amazons do go out and like basically rape sailors they, they find mm-hmm. giant basic freighter ships and they board them and asked if anyone wants to have sex and mm-hmm. even if you say no they will take you anyway yeah and then they give up all their male babies and normally they would kill them but now oh uh well, hephaestus, hephaestus, hephaestus like i guess they were killing them and hephaestus found yeah. out and straight up went to themiscara and was like so i'll take those guys um, <laughs> how about instead of killing them you just give them to me and the greatest part though about that story this is flash forwarding a little but i love hephaestus he's one of my favorite gods um he's a tough god to get to know but once you do like he's actually pretty great and um i love that diana goes down into his like world to save all the babies <laughs> and they're all like no we like it here we're cool yeah he like good. feeds us and it's warm and he lets us do fun shit with bombs like don't what are you doing <laughs> now i liked that too but yeah th- that that it's whole, one of the other things about this that was actually that was awful and that was the continue. point that was the point in the run when I rage quit. Yeah. I was like, nope. And I, it's a complete throwaway storyline. It's not even it's really not even central. It's not necessary, but- except to introduce Hephaestus and all these boys. Well, if, if we fast forward a lot towards the very end of the arc, they, they actually... The, the, Does it come back? The sons of, of the island do come back. And oh. it becomes a much larger part of the story. Which oh. is okay. okay. It's not a throwaway. And I'm not, I, don't, I still don't agree with... The choice. The choice. And I, I think it makes more sense based on what we know now. Well, and I like that it ties to the stuff in the first. I still really don't like it. No, the yeah. worst part about the choice, like keep it in whatever, but accept the no. Accept the con- lack of consent. And if 
Some of them didn't want to. You move on to the next fucking sailor or you wait for the next boat. Yeah. There's no reason for them to be forcing themselves then, on Because then don't they kill all the sailors after they Oh, yeah, that's the them? other thing is that then they They're kill like black them all. Yeah. yeah. Which doesn't so. make any sense. Like, why would you do that? No, because I, I feel like if you just hung out on a rock in the middle of the sea naked, eventually a ship full of dudes would come by and then they could, like, swim over to you. And there you go. Then you have your consent. Well, there's also, like, you, you didn't need the consent. You didn't need the murder. No. There's no reason to kill those people. Yeah, and that's just the editorial choice that I can... I just don't think even the these Amazons would do it. I just, no, I feel like there's there's an easier way to get around that. Yeah, you just villainize this entire mm-hmm. race. Yeah, her whole people, and I just don't like it. And that. you could still do mm-hmm. the, the the thing with Hephaestus, but they could have made, like, a pact. Like, they yeah. could have approached Hephaestus and said, hey, do you need workers? We got a lot of babies. Actually, I'm almost all right with them killing the babies, the sons before Hephaestus saving them like that is almost like I mean it sucks but they're a female population what are they gonna do with a bunch of little boys running around ruining shit okay so I get that part I'm just mad about the rape and the murder well, that is also. <laughs> also I understand, that, that part but I don't know. For some murder. reason, like I mean, that part, it doesn't bother I, me. So I much. sort of get where you're coming from. Like it feels very like Spartan. Yeah, <laughs> frost giant. If they don't make it back, we never speak. Of <laughs> <laughs> Those male babies, they just never made it back. <laughs> oh, God, so it's like yeah. the sea turtles. The sea turtle. <laughs> you can't help them, Jackie. <laughs> I just want to. <laughs> Those poor sea turtles. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, with 39 issues though. Um, it never feels like it's broken down into arcs. It feels like it's one, one big story. story as well. Actually, until I until I wandered off right after the Hephaestus like reveal, um, I I liked it because it felt like a novel. Mm-hmm. Like you're reading a long art story, mm-hmm. and it's more. I mean, six issues in tiny arcs is fun, but I also enjoyed that part that I felt mm-hmm. like I was reading a book. Yeah, and I really love the like subtle storytelling and the sort of kind of interesting and. Like, uh, world building you know mm-hmm. as you go along and none of the issues felt boring or like wasteful you know you got a little bit of something in mm-hmm. every issue like, even if it wasn't part of like a six-part arc yeah and like i was telling him even before we started i was doing my reading last night of course <laughs> <laughs> don't judge us i read today <laughs> and um i was i did the the first arc um the gods of gotham and the the lost paradise first and i actually was fighting to stay awake while I was reading. I could not. Um, I was very hard. It was very rough. The things I do for you guys. Um, <laughs> and then I started the new 52 and I was really worried because I had not really loved it the first time through. And now I was going to have to struggle through and read it. And I couldn't even stay awake during stuff I hadn't read yet. And blah, whatever, blah, blah. But no, I liked it. It had a really nice sense of momentum, whereas mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. one before this was a lot of start and stop, a lot of retread. Well, and and I, this one just felt like one continuous forward movement. This seems weird, but I really feel like the two issues that I read from the older <laughs> Wonder Woman, it felt like there was so much story happening in words that it was like you had to, this sounds terrible, but you had to, I don't know, read too much for yeah. a comic book. Yeah, giant word blocks. Huge word blocks in the first one. And in the that smaller lettering and the... I'm sorry, I apologize, but the shittier art, I don't like the art from back then. Um, it was just tough, but then you get to this one, and I like, I fast forwarded through these six. I read them, it felt really fast, but mm-hmm. I think it's because, like you said, there was no stop and start in the momentum. It was one long six issue story, and the, the art actually told a lot of the story, which is what I expect from comics. Yeah, let's talk about the art. Oh, my God, the art. I I feel like as we, as comics sort of grow and change, what we're getting right now with contemporary comics is 
um, like bigger panels. Like yeah. before, we had more panels per page, smaller Which panels, is harder. I think with yeah, with with larger blocks of text, and now we're moving toward bigger pictures with fewer texts per panel. Well, and I like that too. It gives the art room to like breathe and room to be part of the story. Yes. Yeah, so you're relying more on the the art as a story element rather than just background for your words. Right. Background or swashes of color or a leg kicking someone in the face. You get a lot of the story from the background and like what what is his name the sun apollo guy. apollo and like apollo and those three women on the rooftop and like all that stuff you oh my god i love the like i mean we've talked about character design a lot i guess but i love apollo how he's like dark as night but then he's like lit from within mm-hmm. like so cool again the character design on in this book yeah. is amazing Ugh, it's so, so cool. good but no the art i think this is one of the more interesting books i've ever read and i love the art the first time through because it's not an mm-hmm. art you see often it's it stands very out. stylized mm-hmm. yeah it's, I, it's I, sharp you know around yeah. the edges I love the, I mean, there's a very iconic pose, I think. I think it's the first issue where she's throwing herself in front of Zola, arms crossed, bracers, With the bracelets? Yeah. Yeah. And it just says, Wonder Woman. Yep. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, I also really like, there's a moment where she's in bed and like Zola's reaching for her and she spins and like does like a move. And she's naked, but it's a nakedness that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's not like TNA and all the things. Like it looks like a move that you could do if you mm-hmm. were... A martial artist person and so mm-hmm. i really appreciated that too because even she then stands up and is naked in front of her closet because she getting dressed but it doesn't feel sexualized sexualized it feels yeah. natural like it would make sense for her to be naked there it wasn't so i could see side boob like this is how she sleeps and so. the same way where zola is what in her underwear the whole time mm-hmm. but, it's, but it's, not, it's not sexualized yeah it's just well, that's that's just what she was in when they grabbed her yeah well, exactly. yeah so i think part of it helps that it wasn't like sexy like a black thong or something mm-hmm. that it right. was just it felt like a regular underwear yeah yeah yeah. But I also think even if it were a black thong, the way in which he drew her and the way in which the character like referenced it, it wasn't pointed out. It was just what she was wearing at the time. Mm-hmm. I think even with a black thong and a lacy bra, it still would have felt natural. You can do it. You know, I liked it. But yeah, yeah basically, I want to read the rest of it. Which I know. Is now something I wouldn't have, like, have expected me to say. It's all out in like trade, trade, trade right? Because yeah. I think I would buy them. I just love all the Greek stuff and the. The, the gods and the art that even with the stuff that I'm headcanning away, I'd still want to. Cliff own Chang it. is going to do a new book with um, Brian K. Vaughn. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like, what? Yeah, it's called Paper Girls. It's going to be amazing. Oh wait, I, I think I heard about this. Yeah, it's the four girls it. who deliver papers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the, but there's something that happens. <laughs> it was so hilarious. We were at ImageCon and they're like, "So we're doing this thing together. It's about four girls who deliver papers. It's called Paper Girls, and that's all we're going to tell you. That's literally it." And then, you know, they announced that Cliff Chang was doing the art and mm-hmm. it was Brian K. Vaughn and we all went, okay, <laughs> we're <I'm> in. in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually need anything else. I'm there. Yeah. All right. All right. Do what you want. <laughs> it's yeah, like, so. um, what's his face? Talking about how he's doing gay saga. Chip Zdarsky. Chip Zdarsky. Oh, my God. Can you we... forgot the Z. You forgot Zdarsky. The Z. Yeah. But Chip, Chip Zdarsky talking about how he's doing a comic and he's just pitching it as gay saga. And I'm like, in. All I'm right. there. <laughs> to say two words to make me want to buy a comic. <laughs> so, Wonder Woman, read the new 52. Yeah, shockingly. It's I one of the few in there. Oh, I really did not expect it to go this way, Neither you guys. Did I. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to kind of trash it, to be honest with you. Remembering what I felt the first time through, I was ready to be like, oh, no. It's, no, but I, I, I liked no, it. It was good. It was easier this time. Yeah, I'm willing. I'm definitely going to give it another shot, honestly. Yeah, I'm probably not going to give another shot to the earlier stuff. Oh, no. It was an interesting experience, but it wasn't my jam. Once again, I do not like the art from back then. I do not like all of the bolding and the repetitiveness. And they say each other's names like all the damn time. I know who that is. 
I know who it is. I can tell. Well, I mean, sometimes art was so bad you actually couldn't. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I definitely. I actually. I, I mean, I think it. It actually gave me a depth to the the new story. No, story, I can so. appreciate it. I can appreciate that part of it. Mm-hmm. So, ladies. What time is it? What time is it, Shelby? Is it time? I hope you've taken the last few weeks to study up. God damn it. <laughs> I knew I forgot. I need five something. minutes and access to the internet. Nope. Come on. John, turn off the Wi-Fi. <laughs> no. Words you never thought you'd say out loud. Because it's time for game. Gamers! So first off, season standings. No. no. Shelby, like tell part. us. Who, who is in the lead? your face. So... B, teetering on the edge of a season championship with four points. Teetering. Yeah, yeah. Teetering. Monica, well, she Monica, gets one more, and she's mm. one. In the running with one point. <laughs> Jackie, your hair looks amazing today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So this month. No, um, no, she's trying to buy you. She's trying to buy you with compliments. Yeah, and I was letting her. Sorry. So we didn't have to <laughs> talk bad. about what's going on. My bad. This month, uh, our game is called There's a First Time for Everything, a game in which you must identify the comic in which a given character makes their very first appearance. Oh, man, this is going to be rough. I know. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys could see the glee on Shelby's face right now. We have to come up with a really fucking hard quiz for her. We do. As long as she never embarrasses herself. group that you're not invited to. Please do. Damn it. So there are a total of three points possible. Two points if you can name the series right off the bat, plus an extra point if you can name the issue itself, number itself. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I don't expect much. None of us are getting that one. If you're stumped. I'm never going to get a point. If you're, if you're stumped, I'll give you four titles to choose from. So it'll be a multiple choice. Oh, oh okay. Nice. Okay? Pick the right answer. You get at least one point. There's only one that I could possibly know. And if either of the two of you get that, I will literally punch you in the head and give take it. it. That is the threat of assault. That's a verbal threat. I and feel I, threatened. I'm standing behind it. I'm standing behind it. All right. Shelby, so, I think you look lovely and I think you should give it to stop me. Stop sucking up. You know what? Cheater. Every Shelby, week. Cheater. But it Shelby, Shelby I, I love your tattoo. It looks great. Are you listening to these brown nosers? Do you appreciate that? They're lying to your face in order to score points. I. You don't think that my hair looks nice? Wow. Okay. No, it's oh, fine. I'm going for honesty here. That's not appreciated. Ouch! (laughs) And I won't hear that. Shelby, your hair looks lovely. I barely even did anything. All right, so do you understand the rules that they have been laid out for you? Yes. Yes. We're taking turns as per always, right? Yeah, we'll start. Where's the wheel of uh, choice? Wheel Wheel of misfortune? Wheel of misfortune. Oh my god, producer John, I only have so much air in my body. We'll start with B. Yeah! All right, Shelby. Then Jackie. What? And then Monica. Counterclockwise? This makes no sense. Your first character is Renee Montoya. Oh. um, God, I'm going to suck so Oh, my God. It's one of those things where I'm like, I... Oh, yeah, it's not the first comic I read around. (laughs) I know. A lot of these are kind of hard. So, I mean, I would say just Um, bang them out best you can. Detective comics? Now, so then we'll go on to our multiple choice. So, now it's only worth one point. Okay. Okay. So, your choices are 52, No Man's Land, Detective Comics or Batman? <laughs> it's C. Pick C. Pick C. Pick C. Wait, what was what was B? You. You're No B. Man's Land. Can we get a timer or something? I'm just gonna go with Batman. Correct. All right. I was it's like, yeah, point. it's not, it's not fifty. I, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, I was like, she, she was there before fifty. Yeah, before she, No Man's Land. Yeah. Uh, Jackie X twenty three. Oh shit! You love her. I do, but I don't know when she showed up. I'm just gonna go with X Men. Nope. It's either Black Widow, Wolverine, 
Alpha Flight, or X Men? <laughs> Wolverine. Correct. I was like, don't pick Alpha Flight. That's the Canadian <laughs> one. It's the Canadian one. It's she a wouldn't trap. be there. Don't pick Alpha Flight. Uh, Monica, Daredevil. God damn it. Wait, uh, Spider Man. Nope. It's either Shit. Defenders, Avengers, Daredevil, or Amazing Spider Man. Well, it's. Would you have given it? I would have. Okay. Um, let's go with Daredevil. Correct. Yes! I was about to say, I think he, he started with A Man with No Fear, right? Yes. Yeah. Weirdly yes. enough, not many characters started in their own yeah. first issue, and that's a hint. B, Jessica Drew. Oh, man. Spider-Man? Nope. It's either Avengers, Fantastic Tales, Marvel Spotlight, or Spider-Man. <laughs> I appreciate that we're all kind of in the yeah. running yeah. in the yeah. sense yeah. that, yeah. like, we're, we're, we're aiming in the stupid. right place, yeah. so that's good. Um, it's comforting. Yeah. Fantastic Tales? Nope, it's actually Marvel Spotlight. Crap, that was my second guess. Jackie, we have Aquaman for you. <gasps> Avengers. Aquaman. Aquaman! <laughs> right. Uh, Once again, Ju- Justice other universe. Justice League of America. We sure got her first guess. She gets the four now. I know, I'm giving oh, her okay. the four now. Uh, it's either Aquaman, <laughs> Justice League, more fun comics, or underwater adventures. Are some of these made up by Nick Wester? No. <laughs> Justice League. Nope. It was actually more fun comics. Damn it! Oh I God. almost went for that. But I know. It I was like, so I, I feel like it's more fun comics. <laughs> the water one was made up by Nick Wester. It was actually made up by Shelby Norris. <laughs> Damn that Shelby Norris. Monica Black Widow. Avengers. It's either Iron Man, Avengers. Hawkeye or Tales of Suspense. Tales of Suspense. Correct. Oh my God. Yay. I was like, it was either that one or Iron Man. Yeah, I was going between the two and I was like, mm, I don't think he'd show the spotlight. B, Doctor Strange. Tales of Suspense. <laughs> Stop being a biter. It's either Strange Tales, Fantastic Four, <laughs> Tales to Astonish, or Avengers. Tales to Astonish? I'm sorry, it was Strange Tales. Oh, Damn it. No, every point she doesn't get is a point for us. This is true. God damn it. I was Jackie, Wolverine. Too nice. Yeah. Wolverine first showed up. Um, I like how you thought that was a question. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I got excited. Jackie, what comic did Jackie first appear in? <laughs> she just literally forgot what we were I'm doing. I'm going to say uh, X-Men. It's either the Wolverine, Avengers, Incredible Hulk, or X-Men. Okay, so it's not X-Men. <laughs> say wolverine nope it was the incredible hulk oh wow. shit I'm that's weird instincts on this entire game from now on because every instinct i've had so far has been correct so monica the incredible hulk oh, oh my gosh the bruce banner version bruce banner oh. version of the incredible hulk i'm gonna go with the the incredible hulk yes you do oh shit son for a, a bonus point can you name the number uh number one that's correct <laughs> oh shit that sucks <laughs> Five. Terrible. Give me my five. Fine. I, I will them. Oh, I hate you. Ow! I took it from you. B, Carol Danvers. We believe in consent. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel? Correct. Yes. And can you name what issue? God damn it. 72. Nope. Number one, actually. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's cool. Sorry. Marvel didn't exist without Carol Danvers. No. He, not, did he? Yeah. He existed before her, but she appeared in the first issue uh, of Captain Marvel. But I just like that she was there from the, yeah. the very beginning. That's nice. That's yeah. nice. Jackie, here's a good one for you. Misfit. Misfit? <gasps> um, Birds of Prey. Correct. And take a gander on the Shit. issue number. Do you want me to like rub your shoulders? <laughs> one. We're reaching out psychically to Gail um, Simone. Gail Simone. I'm going to say 106. Not close. 96. 
Oh my god, that was so super close. So close. Damn, kind of good at this, you guys. <laughs> we finally found the game. <laughs> uh, Monica, this will be Oracle. Oh, now on. it's not the first appearance of Barbara Gordon. It's the first appearance, appearance of, of Oracle. Oracle. Ooh, I actually know this. Is it Birds of Prey? Uh, it is not. It is either Batgirl, Detective Comics, Suicide Squad, or Batman. Batman. No, Suicide Squad. Fuck. Jackie and I knew that. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, can I steal that point? Can I take it? I'm right, glad B, I got that question yes. then. Give me Batman. Detective Comics. And do you know which issue? Number 35. Close, 27. <gasps> Why wouldn't he be in number one? Because he wasn't. Because there were lots of other detectives. What? It wasn't like John, Lieutenant John Detective. <laughs> <laughs> um, See, the only one anyone cares about now, Lieutenant John, is Batman. But before, yeah. he's the world's greatest know. detective. They didn't know. Yeah, absolutely. They didn't know he was. He's the, the worst fucking detective in the world. He's the knight. This is his town. Jackie, yes. Dick Grayson. Okay, so he first appeared in Batman. No, it's either Teen Titans number one, Batman and Robin, Batman, or Detective Comics. Detective, correct, Monica. Mm. Huntress. This is Hel- Helena Bertinelli Huntress. Crap. Not the Helena Wayne version. Correct. Um, Batman. It's either Outsiders, Triss, Batman, or Justice League. Hmm. Outsiders. No, it was actually the Huntress. Him. Go, Helena. Be Lady Blackhawk. Ooh. Just the pilot, right? Correct. Birds of Prey? Uh-oh. No. It's either Birds Jackie. of Prey, Mm-mm. Military <laughs> Comics, I knew that one. <laughs> Zero Hour, or Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Correct. Jackie, Black Panther. <gasps> um, Black Panther. Avengers? Nope. It's either Black Panther, Fantastic Four, Avengers, or Tales to Thrill. Tales to Thrill. No. Fantastic Four. Damn it! Fantastic Four! That's so weird. That's weird. That's super weird. It's almost like Wolverine showing up in Incredible Hulk the first time. Yeah, yeah. also strange. Monica? Yep. Magneto. Mm. X-Men. Correct. What number? I'm going to go with two. Number one. Shit! Uh, I was going for two thinking they'd introduce... I should have known. The main nemesis. Always in number one. Mm -hmm. First appearance for you, B, of Barbara Gordon. Mm. Oh. Detective Comics. Correct. Yes. And uh, go ahead. Which one? (laughs) (laughs) Good luck to you. Can we get like a number range... You know, like 27 to 52, 1 to no. 6. Stop trying to change the game. 27 and 500. I'm just asking. <laughs> oh, I already knew it was going to be past 30. Um, let's go with 61. No, 359. Holy, Holy crap. crap. How many is that in years? Well, well they are putting them out a lot more frequently True. back then. Oh. oh, Was it weekly back then? I don't even know. Jackie? Mm-hmm. Producer John Shucks. Mm. Uh, Wally West Flash. I don't like have any idea. Can we ask like backup questions? No. Like which number of Flash is this? One, two, three. The Wally West Flash. Well, I don't know that. Okay. Well, you're not Justice gonna... League. No, it's either Crisis on Infinite Earth, Speed Comics, Justice League, or The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie's <that>. face. <laughs> Yeah. Um, if, a, if a face could make an ugh sound, <laughs> I believe the sound is ugh. <laughs> Um, the Flash. Correct. Yes. Oh, I was going to go Speed Comics. I, I was made, too, I but I was like, God <laughs> damn it. But I was like, that sounds like it's made up. So You sound like you're made up. Your face. Monica. What? Don't disappoint yourself and your family with this one. Oh, God. Frank Castle. 
Spider-Man. Correct. Do you know what number? I fucking have this comic at home, and I don't know the number. Can I ask a question? You can ask. Um, <laughs> well, I'd, like, I'd like a number range like you gave to her. She's, Zero. She's, she told me. 800. No, she. you literally said 27 to 100. No, she said 27 to 500. No, she said 100. No, she I didn't. Did she said five. Because right, the answer was, three, answer was 359. 27 to what? I want that. 27 to 500. Ugh. I think it's in the ones. I'm going to say 101. Close. 129. Son of a. I'm so glad I got that one, too, because that's the one that I knew I would know. I love the Punisher. Beatrice, Kitty Pride. I know, it's crazy. Um, <gasps> I love her, too. X-Men. Correct. Yes. Issue number? 112. Close. 139. Man. Oh, our bad. guessing game's good today. Jackie, uh, Kate Kane, Batwoman. Uh, 52. Correct. Any number that you'd like to guess? Shit. I've read this. So I assume 52 is not new 52. Uh, no, 52 was a uh, 52 It was the weekly series. one, right? A couple yes. years ago? Okay. Yeah. One? No, number 11. Damn. Close, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Monica, uh, Catwoman. Um, Detective Comics. It's either Catwoman, Batman and Robin, Detective Comics, or Batman. Oh, Batman. Man. Correct. So, guys, after our first score break here, uh, Monica in the lead with 11 points. Beatrice close behind with 10. you guys with can 10. see, I'm dancing. Ooh, 10. Jackie, you have seven. That's really good. Jackie, for <laughs> you, that's, like, amazing. You're I basically know. winning. I mean, really, guys? <laughs> hate you all <laughs> <laughs> don't hate the player hate the game Be- beatrice like uh, cassandra kane rude oh um batman correct pick yourself an issue oh my god it's between 127 and 600 <laughs> <laughs> just looking for some equality here 402 no, uh, 567 what was the other cast that you mentioned before jackie's oh no Kate Kane, Batman. Kate Kane, God, I don't damn know it. why they all have Canes, and they're not spelled remotely Kane. the same, so it's fine. Two Ks or two Cs. Yeah. Jackie Green Arrow. <laughs> why do I always get these stupid? Names? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, producer John's face. Oh, were we just talking him. about the biggest douchebags in the universe? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Justice League. Nope, it's either Green Arrow number one, Batman, More Fun Comics, or Archer Comics. We're going to go with more fun comics. Correct. Jackie! Nailed it. Archer Comics felt, felt like speed comics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Also, that I flashed on Archer, the show, and went, oh, that'd be interesting. Monica, Black Canary. I'm going to go with Black Canary, Black Canary, Black Canary, Black Justice League? No, it's either Birds of Prey. Apparently, no one starts in Justice League. Flash Comics, oh, Green Arrow, or Justice League? Green Arrow. No, it was actually Flash Comics. Damn it, that was my instinct. I should have gone because the Wonder Woman thing, she was working with them and they were there and they were friends. I'm fine. B, Iron Man, (laughs) Tony Stark. Tales of Suspense. Correct. Gross. Issue number? Five? No, number 39. Oh. Pretty far in there. That's what she said. (laughs) I'm still pretty impressed. (laughs) I got misfit within 10. (laughs) That was close, yeah. (laughs) Jackie Gambit. X-Men? Number? Is he original team? Is the question. No. no. Uh, 127. Ah, 266. Oh. I'm halfway there. <laughs> Monica, uh, Jubilee. Uh, X Men. Correct. Issue number? Seven. Seven? Really? <laughs> 77. 244. Son of a bitch. I thought she was original team. No, not no. Jubilee. Close. No. She was on the goddamn show, producer Look. John. Put your arms down. Very 90s. 
I don't yes. think you got a character more 90s than Jubilee. So 90s with that oh, yellow that's raincoat. Oh, right, because she like electricity and shit. Yeah. Okay. B. That's my bad. Tim Drake. Uh, Batman. Correct. Yes. Any issue number you'd like to guess at? 501? 442. <laughs> oh, actually not that bad, really. Jackie, uh, Stephanie Brown. <clears throat> you love her. I do love her. Oh, um, nice. Robin? No, it's either Batgirl, Batman, Robin, or Detective Comics. Detective? Correct. Monica Black Alice. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Suicide Squad. Ugh. Nope. It's what either. What is your problem? <laughs> Judgment. Like, there was the other one I couldn't think with, like, the sevens. The, it's either a Villains United, Birds of Prey, Secret Six, or Batgirl. It was. This isn't my guess, but Secret Six was the other one I was thinking of. Alice, Alice, Alice. Can I have them again? Secret Six, Villains United, Batgirl, Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. Birds of Prey. Correct. I was going to disown you. <laughs> Look, the only reason I guessed Birds of Prey is because you freaked out so hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's I was going to say That's Secret why I went Six. shit. Jackie I and I are like <laughs> looking at each other across the table. <laughs> Not everyone can love the things that you love. Yeah. Beatrice. Yeah. Beatrice. Yes. Spider-Man. Peter Parker. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man. Uh, incorrect. Uh, it's either Totems, Astonishing Tales, Spider-Man, or Amazing Fantasy. Jesus. What, was the, what was the second one? Totems. Astonishing Tales. No, Amazing Fantasy. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, Doctor Doom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty, it's so easy. Fantastic Four? Correct. It's so easy to tell when Jackie gets a character she doesn't give a shit about. (laughs) (laughs) Issue number? One. And number five. Oh, man, I would have guessed number one. Guess for the big bad, though. (laughs) Magneto. (laughs) Trying to learn from mistakes, you know? Monica, Lois Lane. Um, Was there a Superman equivalent of Detective Comics? Because that is what I would like to guess. (laughs) (laughs) i think that's a cheater question okay superman uh no it's either adventure comics yeah that's superman hold on let me fucking read it (laughs) adventure comics superman the daily planet or action comics oh shit action comics yeah that's right let me read them i fucking said i said it was the opposite of detective comics technically i should get two points all right guys with two number one there's my three left to go how many questions? With two questions each left to okay. go. Uh, we have Beatrice in first place with 16. Yes. Monica in second with 15. And Jackie, you have 13 mm-hmm. points. We're so close. Jackie, hey, I'm actually you. not that far behind I know. At this point. I mean, as I'm long s- as she doesn't win it. Look, I just want to win. <laughs> Beatrice. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I like Green that. Lantern. We want Hal. Uh, Jordan. Green Lantern. Don't look at producer John for clues. <laughs> no, it's either Showcase Superman, Action Comics, or Green Arrow? Action Comics. No, actually Showcase. Fuck. <laughs> I so wanted to say Green Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie? The colors. It's the colors. It's the colors. It's the that's yeah. that's they how match. they met. That's how they met. Thor. Oh, shit, son. You love Thor. I do love Thor. I'm just trying to figure out if he started on his own or if he was part of the... I'm going to go with Avengers. No, it's either Tales of Asgard... Iron Man, Journey into Mystery, or Avengers. Tales of Asgard? 
No, it was Journey into Mystery. Yeah. Damn it, that's when I almost did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tales of Asgard is made up, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> not Journey into Mystery sounded right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, I didn't go with it. I should have. Instincts, buddy. We gotta stick with <clears throat> Monica. Mm. Nightcrawler. <laughs> X Men. Correct. Oh shit. The X Men are easy because I don't have a, like a bazillion. Titles. Wait, do I get to guess the issue number? You do. But you have, have to be specific. Mm, specific. Specific. Can I have a range? No. No. <laughs> 27. No. It's giant size X-Men number one. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know they made those is the thing. I didn't know that they made those. Like is that like an annual? Size. Yes. It, 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 was like, it was like a reboot of the entire franchise. It's one of the most expensive uh, oh, okay. ones you can go get. Okay. So. I understand now the weird you have to be specific situation. Yes. So last round. <laughs> I thought you were just judging me. <laughs> mean. Last round. Um, still. Well. Almost anyone's game. <laughs> <laughs> so Monica in the lead with 17. B, you have 16, so you have to get at least one point to stay in it here. Jackie? Can't win. You can't win. <laughs> somehow we go back and dump Monica. Hey! I think we should do this thing. How do we get to Come do this on! Thing? Do I have to guess things? If I guess things, can you? No? You're no. the worst. B. Yes. Rogue. X-Men. DC character. No. It's either Wolverine, Dazzler. Turn your face away, John. X-Men or Avengers. Avengers Annual. Avengers Annual? Correct. Yes! Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> I made a weird face, I guess. She's just wandered off. She's no longer <laughs> in the game. Catman. Catman! We love him. Detective Comics. Correct. Jackie, I'm top. Okay, and, uh, you know, just for shits and giggles, what number? Um, We're going to go 500. 311. <laughs> <laughs> No idea. All right, Monica, you need one point yeah. on this. Yeah. One point on this for victory. I'm not good under pressure. You got this. Under pressure. <laughs> We're looking for Wonder Woman. Oh, shit. Um, Action Comics. No, it's either Sensation Comics, Action Comics, All-Star Comics, or Wonder Woman number one. Fuck. Um, God damn it. Sensation Comics. Sorry, Wonder Liz. Woman number one, isn't it? It's All Star Comics. Motherfucker. Which leaves B Wait, and it's a Monica tie. in a tie. In a tie! Do we get a tiebreaker? We do have yeah. a tiebreaker. Oh my god. Yeah. What was it? All Star Comics? Damn it. That's better. Man, we had a tiebreaker last time too, didn't we? It's me and Jackie? Yeah, and then it lost. It was very close though. I almost got one, you guys. All right, guys. So I'm going to read the question. Mm hmm. Or I'm going to give you the person, and I'm going to read all four answers. And I, you cannot answer until I've read all four clues. The first person to shout out the <laughs> correct answer will be the winner. If you shout it out and you are wrong, you have to wait till the other person makes a guess before you can guess again. Okay. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. The character we are looking for is Lady Sheba. Your selections are Batman, Birds of Prey, Richard Dragon, Kung Fu Fighter, Robin. Richard Dragon. Kung Fu Fighter. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? But that's so Gail Simone still <laughs> And with that, ladies and gentlemen, our first season of Game yes! Bangers has concluded with our champion, Beatrice McGillicuddy. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you say my full name on this podcast? <laughs> now I'm going to get stalkers. Congratulations. Uh, we do have just a barrel full of prizes for you right under the table. 
Oh my goodness, I can't, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, we, we don't have your prizes here. Uh, what, how dare you? I will definitely have those for you next time. And the good news is, guys, the first season is over, which That's means I get to play next time. Uh, we're going to have uh, friends of the show create a game for all four of us to play. What? Amazing. And so, um, who's going to doctor it? Proctor it? Proctor? Proctor? I know a guy. Is it producer John? It is. <laughs> oh my God! You guys get to hear producer oh my John's God. voice. You're in for this is a real treat, everyone. So let's look forward to that for uh, next month, uh, and then after that, we will start a fresh new season where everyone will be on equal terms. Hey, you guys, guys, maybe I won't be last. Maybe you won't be. <laughs> maybe you'll be second. Yeah, I guess. Oh, we should, I feel like me. I feel like we should get themes for the game so we can do some form of research. No, no. I like this better. <laughs> okay, it, she's gonna win all the time. Yeah, but then. Are you really going to study? Yes. I do not enjoy losing. <laughs> As she Just pulls into the driveway. driveway oh, reach Thor in the basement. Look, that's not about winning or losing, okay? I do not enjoy losing. <laughs> so that wraps up another fabulous episode of Girls Interrupting. Ooh. And now, remember, if you'd like to ask us a question, send in a comment, or warn us about Ragnarok, please drop us a line. Shit, is that coming? No. Let me check my calendar. Drop us a line at getinterrupted at gmail.com. Give us a follow on Twitter at getinterrupted or hit us up on iTunes as well as on the mothership, notlg.com, where you can listen to us and many other fine audio diversions. Many thanks to the Y-Axis for our intro and outro music and Amy Watkins of Power Up Collage for all the art you see on our social media. Join us next month as we read Patsy Walker, Hellcat. <laughs> Uh, the trade paperback by Catherine Immerman, which is five issues, as well as Marvel Divas, which is, I believe, a four-issue miniseries. That's all for us. Thanks for listening. And remember, we, we have snacks. Snacks. Of the living <laughs> all right guys well that is going to wrap up another spectacular well, uh, oh, we what, what are we reading, reading next time um, it's in my it's in my it's in my paragraph <laughs> she's a professional guys. i wrote it down <laughs> hey look just I mean, bloopers guys fine. maybe <laughs> <laughs> no i think we should leave it in <laughs> it's fine it's fine we're rolling on you don't believe in me that's fine <laughs> i mean they should just know the real us is what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> what? No, you're gonna have to edit this. I'm sorry. <laughs>